So what's up, Cappy? Do we talk to you since we did our big show? Yeah, I guess we did. Yeah, yes, Cap, who are you working with today? DeMarco, dude. We haven't seen him love yet. Love DeMarco. He's here? So go, somebody go get him. Freaking love DeMarco. DeMar- I love when it's Cappy and DeMarco. I think that's like our backup show is Cappy and DeMarco. Yeah, I uh, love DeMarco. I love working with him. You guys have great chemistry. You can't, you can't make up chemistry. Chemistry well, guys, just has to happen. You guys will appreciate this. One of my favorite things about Mason and Ireland, it's always been one of my favorite things as a longtime listener, is when you guys talk about the history of sports radio. Oh, yeah. So you guys will appreciate this. Yep. Of everybody that I've had a chance to work with at 710, mm-hmm. whether it's Clinton uh, or or George or DeMarco. Georgina. Or, or, right, right? Georgette. Georgette. Yeah, right. Any of these Geraldos. <laughs> right. Yep. Uh, Beto, et cetera. The one guy that reminds me most of my 17 years together on the air with Billy Ray Smith. Oh, DeMarco. Is DeMarco. Well, yeah, you've sure. got the well, ex-football player. Sure. DeMarco's right. joining us now. Yes. Can you hear Cap? Yes. Uh, now, by the way, I, okay, I have a weird question for you. Is it my hair? You looked up at my hair. What? No, no. I looked up at your ears. <laughs> okay, what's wrong with my ears? Do you have a earpiece in in the right ear? No, I do not. Okay, so yesterday you were somehow able to listen wirelessly. No. I know. You did thought you, I was. I, well, I did. They not, weren't. They weren't on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, were just, you were just listening through the headphones. I, I, I think it might be out. Mason's headset. I can hear. Yeah, he's so from loud. Here. Is it me? Yeah, I think so. I can hear. Cap, it they're loud. They're loud for sure. So, I, Cap, say something. Yeah. Can you hear us, Demarco? There we go. Yeah. 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 Okay. Right. So, I somebody just tweeted Ray Wild. Anyone pro Cap is called a Cap figate. A Cap. What's what do you what is your like thing? A cap advocate? like the dad advocate? Yeah, a cap like a advocate. It's a cap. Forget cap advocate. Cap. Nah, it doesn't work. Nah, it's hard. Now that is not a word. That's not a word. No word. All right. So, Demarco, did you see the story that your your buddy Maurice Jones Drew, who you do the games with, on the station, sent out a mock draft yesterday? Did you happen to see? it? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, he was all over the place. It was awesome. If if. And Cap, I uh, Cap, I'll send this to you. If if he's right, makes you got it pulled up. Uh, yes. Okay. If Maurice Johnson is right, it would be the craziest draft in NFL history. Now you know most draft nicks don't think that any quarterbacks are going. Maybe one might go in the top fifteen. Yeah. Was he? Have? He's got four, four quarterbacks in the top. In the top. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Go ahead. So read read some other weird stuff about it. Mace. Okay. Uh, Let's see. He thinks that the Panthers, the Falcons, and the Seahawks will all take quarterbacks with their first pick. New Orleans will deal both their first-rounders to take Matt Corral at 10. At the back end of the first round, 49ers trading Debo Samuel to the Chiefs for a pick, which is probably the worst first-rounder they could get for him. Uh, if this if this if stuff this, goes if down, if this happens to happen, Demarco, wouldn't it be the greatest draft ever? Oh my God! Yes, absolutely. And Cap, I'm sending you this draft. I'm looking at it right now. I googled it. Okay, you got it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't you guys think it would be like the most entertaining Thursday of now? Are you guys on the air next week, Cap? While the draft's going on? Yeah, I think we'll be on the air on Thursday, and then Demarco and I, because the Rams don't even have a draft pick in the first F round. Them picks. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. They don't need those. Demarco and I are going to be out at the Rams draft house. Oh, you are! That's yeah. fantastic. So we were it's just funny you say today. that because the guys that do uh, selling sunset, selling sunset you, you are the ones that found oh, yeah. a house oh, yeah. for the Rams. Yes, okay. I want to buy a house from one of those hot girls <laughs> on selling sunset. Do she? Do, do they come visit the house after they sell? I, have you, Cap, have you seen selling yeah, sunset? So. Is, is selling sunset though? Is that the show that McVeigh guested on one time? Well, it's on Netflix, and basically, it's a real estate agency in Beverly Hills 
where in order to work there, you have to be a 9 or a 10. (laughs) If you're not ridiculously hot, you're out. And if you're, if you're, by the way, you have to be size two or less. Really? If you, yeah, if you're bigger than that, need not apply. (laughs) It's basically the hottest women in the history of real estate all under one roof, and they're selling mansions to rich guys. This is getting better. Yeah. yeah, Marco, this it's is going to be good. Netflix, yeah. I strongly encourage it is, as wow. you guys all know, I love Trainwreck TV. This fits right in the John Ireland wheel. <laughs> so you guys are going to be live at the house with uh, McVeigh and Sneed and all those guys, right? That's right. Yeah. And, and DeMarco and I have decided that rather than show up at like 3.30 to go on the air at 4, yeah. we're actually going to show up, uh, order a nice lunch in. You know, or perhaps perhaps Sean's decided to already cater. That's up to him, and we're fine with that. Um, we're going to sit by the pool and hang out. And that we're is a spend, brilliant we're, strategy. Right. Break by out the way, shorts. Yeah. By yeah. the way, I don't know which one of the hot girls found the Ram house, but one of them did, and I bet she'll be there. Wow. Yeah. I still haven't seen the house yet. I'm kind of. And you saw it selling sunset? I'm waiting for the surprise. Do no. you get Netflix at your house? Absolutely. Tonight. For the time being. I heard they're going up, and we can't share no, no, passwords no, no. No, anymore. They're going down. They're going down? Yeah, yeah. going the price... down, but you get commercials. Yeah, if see? You, you either you either cheap with commercials want. or expensive with no commercials. I can't have commercials. Yeah, that drives me nuts. That drives me nuts. That drives me nuts. All right. Yeah. Takes me out of the mood. All right, so I want to ask, since you're here, uh, DeMarco. Sir. They're going to announce the. So the Rams, because they're the Lombardi Trophy winners, will be the first the game of 2022. Yeah. The question is, and I've got the I've got the teams they're going to play. I I can't figure out who their okay, opening the, game is going to be. Okay. Of, of their who, who their opponents are. Okay. These are the home opponents. Arizona. Is that an opener? No. San Francisco. Maybe. Always. Possible. Maybe. Possible. Seattle. No. Always. No. 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 Russell Wilson. No. Yeah. Not a big enough draw on a Thursday night to open. I just the don't. I don't like them. Yeah, but yeah. always. Atlanta, no. no. Carolina, no. Broncos, eh. maybe with Russ. Yeah, Again? Yeah. yeah. I don't think so. Not Poor for the Russ. first game of the season. You wouldn't want that. that, yeah. that Raiders, possibly. Always good. Interesting. Uh, possible. And with with more important here than Devontae Adams. Yeah, yeah. Derek Carr, possibility. This that so would be we fun. We got three possibilities so far: Niners, Broncos, Raiders. But keep going. Okay, it's going to be one of these two. Ready? Okay. Yeah. Buffalo or Dallas. Buffalo would be interesting. Either one, yeah. Because Von Miller's, either one is Von Miller's by, coming back. Yeah. By, by the way, that it'll be. You're right. Throw out those first three we talked about. Cap, don't you think that's it? It's either the. It might be Buffalo. That might be because those are two teams that mm-hmm. could, they could go to the Super Bowl. Play in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Possible. Possible. What do, what do you think, Buffalo I'm, or I'm, Dallas, Cappy? I'm, I'm guessing Buffalo because didn't Dallas, uh, Demarco? You would know because you worked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't they open the new stadium a few years ago? But they did. that was yes, they did. that was they did. preseason game, no. right? No, that was the Coliseum, was, wasn't it? That was the very no, the, first game I at the think Coliseum. The very first game in SoFi Stadium for the Rams. Was oh, it 100 percent was. I yep. got a, I got a game ball from that. It's yeah. Buffalo. Yeah, it's Buffalo. And by the way, that is <laughs> that would a, be tough. <laughs> that is a killer game. Yeah, huge. Because the last time yeah. we saw Buffalo on the field was Josh Allen putting up that unbelievable Ridiculous. night against Mahomes. Oh my God, I've never seen one quarterback slap off way, so many defenders. I think yeah. those would be two of the top four teams to go to the Super Bowl. I agree, 100%. That's yeah. the game, Mace. That's a good yeah, opener. I think that's great. With the Von Miller story. He's coming now, back, yeah. Now, the question is, do they open on Thursday night 
and raise the flag, or do they open on Sunday Night Football? Uh, generally speaking, don't they do it Thursday night? Yeah, I Isn't think they the get Super the first Bowl game. Champion, the yeah. first game yeah. Thursday yeah. night of the yes. You're going early if, if you're holding the Lombardi. You're going early. Yeah, just know that. Yeah. Uh, you know, speaking of holding trophies, Cappy, which of the awards at the Mandy Awards is the one that you covet the most? Good question. Mm, been thinking about that a lot. Um, you know, Sedano has been voting relentlessly. I have I too. You have? Yeah. He's trying to offset your votes. You know? Is he? Well, he says that he knows that you're voting for yourself over and over and over again. I am. That is true. I am and 100% so doing it. So what Sedano is doing is he's voting for me over and over and over again for every category. Wow. See, there's a category for you, Cappy. Okay. Um, I think it is uh, – I'm. Uh, by the way, I'm voting for Greg and Brionis, both uh, from our show. I think the uh, the category for you is man of the people. Man of the people. I think you are a man of the I people. I think you're going to lose Kaplan. that to Michael Thompson. Mm. Michael Thompson not in the category. Oh, I, I take got a the shot. fact that you're going to lose it to Michael. <laughs> Thompson. Yeah, it's man of the people, not Keyshawn. Travis Rogers is kind of man of the people. No guy. I think so. I think he is. Sliwa, I'm not. Sh- yeah. I don't know. Hey, does easy he with what an, you say about Sliwa. Easy or if not? If he does easy. more shows hungover like he did today, it would improve his. He chances. could do. He could win most knowledgeable host. Fair. That's yeah. that's good. Uh, what about funniest host? Mm. Interesting. That's a tough call. No, that's, that's you. That is tough. That's, that's a tough call. You think that's me? Yeah. Craziest. How about craziest? There's Wait, craziest and <laughs> craziest and funniest are two you're, different. You're, you're going Silk Sonic. You're going for the sweet. Yeah, that yeah. that should yeah, be a sweet. You're going. You're going Silk Sonic. And I have a question. If if you win any of these categories, do you then have like an ample amount of time on stage? Because I'm starting to think about a few different numbers that I'd like to perform, perhaps. I actually think that Morales and Key will not let anyone speak but the two of them. No, no, no. I, I intend I, – look, I'm working on a speech. I got my hairbrush. I'm in front of my mirror. I am practicing my speech every day. Wow. Well, that, that by the way, I believe, because I saw your video yesterday <laughs> where you're in the bathroom yesterday. Yeah, I might, yes. As a salute to Briones, I might do my speech if I win anything in Spanish. And I will, of course – Good luck. I will, of course, do – for no reason whatsoever, Chapter 5 of the ALM yeah. Spanish book. <laughs> wow. Ay, caramba, cuando encuentro en mi hija, no encuentro nada. Mamá, tiro isa, como gritas, hijo, no estamos solos, ¿dónde estás? Nice. Yeah. It's really good. It basically Most says what? Luisa, get out of my room. <laughs> Darn it, when they clean my room, I can't find anything. Mom, Aunt Louise, stop shouting, son. We're not deaf. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Where are you? There you go. You're listening to KSPN Los Angeles, KRDC Pasadena, Los Angeles, a good karma brand's radio station. Uh, Things got a little screwed up today, so we're cutting crosstalk short. Coming up next, we're back Monday at 1. Wait, what got screwed up today? Uh, The clocks, something with the clocks, I don't know. More time for you, More time for you. Take it and run. Uh, Sedano is out today, but the great combination of Cappy and DeMarco. Bam, bam, bam. DeMarco, what's up? You like this lick too, huh? I do. You like it? Love it. Absolutely. Yeah. This is the first Who song I ever like recognized as a kid. Really? Yeah. yeah. Eminence Front. No doubt. I, you know what? It, I was 20 when I figured out what he was saying. Right. He's <laughs> an Eminence Front. I yeah. was like, what does that mean exactly? I'm not sure what that means. Just love this. Uh, that lick is great. Yeah. 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 
Uh, DeMarco, what is happening on a Friday afternoon? You know, we got to finish strong. You know, we're here in, in the fourth quarter. We're down into the, the last half of the fourth quarter. We, we got to finish this week strong, man. No doubt. I, I'm geeked. Uh, you know, I'm a fight fan, right? So mm-hmm. I got Tyson Fury this weekend. I can't wait. I'm a yeah. fan. Uh, not ashamed to say it. Um, and, you know, it's I don't have a dog in the fight, so I don't care who wins. Either way, it's going to be a guy from England with the belt, but... I like watching Tyson Fury fight. That's going to be fun this weekend. It's funny you say that because I was reading about this fight earlier today, and Tyson Fury, and just just by the way, Tyson Fury was named after Mike Tyson. You know this story? Yeah, Did you know, know this? Of course, yeah. So I was reading about this. That his father, Tyson Fury's father, saw Mike Tyson knock out Michael Spinks. Yep. This is, I want to say, the mid '80s ish, '86, '87, something like that. Man, I felt I felt bad for Spinks. <laughs> oh my God, I did. Yes. Yeah, because Michael, I'll never forget this. Michael Spinks was more of a skilled kind of a. He was more of like a cruiserweight than he was. He was a light heavy that came up. And yes, he beat right. Holmes. Yeah, right, yeah, right. But when he stepped into the ring with Tyson, he oh. was so intimidated before the fight even began that in 90 seconds Tyson had him knocked out, and I'm telling you. Mike Tyson hit Michael Spinks less in that fight back then than he hit the guy on the plane <laughs> yesterday. What I'm saying. That guy's got a badge of honor. Look, I did better than Spinks. Right. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? I hung I in did. longer than Michael Spinks. A former heavyweight champion of the world. I did better than him, at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm still conscious. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> so I got that. And I got something else, too. Yeah. Um, I, I'm thinking about casting my lot with the Dodgers. I really am. I'm thinking about becoming a fan. I really am. Throwing in, it's a big deal. Now wait a second. Are you? You're, are you a? Did you grow up? You grew up in the Bay I'm Area. I'm an A's you, fan. I grew up okay. in the East Bay, so mm-hmm. I'm an A's fan. We have one thing in common. I have one thing in common with Dodger fans. I hate the Giants. Can't mm-hmm. stand them. So mm-hmm. that we can agree on. Okay. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm watching these guys more because you know you have to, and you're in Dodger country. So I'm starting to like them. I'm thinking about becoming a fan. Okay. What's it going to take? Well, I don't know yet. I, that's that's. To, do I have to give up my my A's fandom? No, no, you it's do not. It's an AL team, right? You do not have to give up your A's fandom. Here's, I can like two, right? Right. Well, no, there's there's rules to this kind of stuff. Yeah, go ahead. And and like in baseball, where so many rules are considered the unwritten rules. Yeah, there are a bunch of unwritten rules in fandom. And if you are if you grew up in the East Bay and you grew up an A's fan, but you now live in L.A. and you want to become a Dodgers fan. The fact that the Dodgers are in the National League, it's okay. It's fine. Okay, so that's that's how I feel. But I'm I'm trying to like make a connection, and I'm Steve Garvey would be my guy. That's my connection. Tommy Lasorda, that era when they, I guess when they were global. Can you say the Dodgers were global back then, or was it just me being up north? Mm. I'm They're not still really global. Sure. They're still global, I right? Like I mean, are. but like Fernando Mania, that mm-hmm. type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Everybody loved it. It was yep. like wrestling. So, yeah. so you're old school. You're, you're in other words, the old school Dodgers, right? You're trying to make a, a leap and a connection from your childhood and the Dodgers back then to where we are today. I guess I'm trying to figure out which guy now that I mm-hmm. could, like, I don't want to say fall in love with, but fall in love with. Be yeah. my favorite Dodger now. I'll tell you. I'll give There's you a, a couple few. of thoughts. Yeah. I'll give you a couple of thoughts. Okay, I mean, good. Justin Turner yep. is is a great player. He's a great story of a guy who's had to grind his way into becoming a star. He's also Local. not, not like, like a particularly big dude. Yeah. You know, so he's kind of, you just kind of look at him, you're like, wow, that guy's a grinder. Uh, Max Muncie is another player Always who I think. Fun. You, you know, know why I like him? Tell me. He got into it with Baumgartner. 
Oh, I loved it. Right. I, I love you forever because of that. I can't yeah. stand that guy. And and you talk about an ultimate team guy. I mean, this is a guy who was a first baseman who last year got hurt at the end of the year and wasn't even available when the Dodgers really needed him. And now, because they got Freddie Freeman, team guy, yeah, I'll go to second base. That's no problem. Is he all-time, though? I mean, you know, is he just gritty-gutty or is he an all-timer? No, I'd say he's a gritty-gutty. Okay. Yeah. Fan, okay, I, I need something deeper. I need, okay. I need special. I need, okay. like, you know, forever type guy. Okay. Um, well, Mookie? I, well, Mookie, Mookie is not yet a Dodger forever kind of guy. Yeah, but he's he's that he's a forever kind of talent. Okay, and presumably because of his contract and the length of it, he could become an all timer. Well, you know who the guy is, right? He pitches. Yeah, you're gonna say Kershaw. That's that. Well, that's yeah. I like him. Yeah, I, I love the way he pitches. So I, well, you know, I guess that can be my start. But it well, seems how, like how about he's this though? Yeah. How about this? Also, Kershaw, and the relationship between Kershaw and Matthew Stafford. And you being a Rams guy and working yeah. on the Rams broadcast and that the works. Stafford Kershaw relationship, why not? That it, we're getting close. We're getting close. You know, I wish uh, you know, and I love Dave Roberts. Uh, I'm a big fan. I wish he was more Lasorda. I, I, how do I say that better? <laughs> you mean that you wish that he was more theatrical? I with- guess so. Maybe it was the Archie Bunker look. I don't know. He he kind of drew. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's <laughs> lovable. <laughs> You know, Dave's like my second grade, you know, school teacher. You know, I, I respect, but I'm I'm afraid of him at the same time. Yeah, oh, I'm afraid of him also. Yeah. And I've been friends with the guy for like almost 20 you years. You know what I mean? You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Lasorda was kind of, a, he, he looked like, you know, a cartoon type guy. I was not afraid of Dave Roberts when Dave Roberts was a player and was my neighbor and was my buddy. And I would take my kid over to his house so he could hit in Dave's batting cage in his backyard. But now that Dave is the World Series champion manager of the Dodgers, I'm petrified of the guy. Are you surprised by that? You watched him for years. Some guys I'm not surprised by when they become championship whatever or successful at whatever. You saw that when they were kids. Did you see this back then? I feel like Dave Roberts is one of these kinds of guys, and you'll love this. You ready? When Dave Roberts was in high school, he was a superstar football player, and he was a really good baseball player. And he really didn't have plans of playing college baseball, and I wish I could remember all the details of the story, but ultimately – he decided, you know what, I think I want to play baseball. So he went to whoever the coach was at UCLA at the time and convinced him to get him onto the team. And Dave grinded his way through UCLA. And it, listen, it's not like Dave Roberts was a Hall of Fame caliber player, but he came up in one of the biggest moments in Boston Red Sox history against the Yankees when he stole second base in the ALCS uh, and became a star there. Um, What I love about Dave Roberts is ultimately as he was transitioning from player into what he was going to do next in baseball, um, he was the bench coach of the San Diego Padres. And when the Padres fired their manager, they didn't even so much as give Dave Roberts just a a courtesy interview. Wow. Nothing. They wow. they made it seem like you're not good enough for us. And <laughs> and Dave left the organization at the end of that year, became the Dodgers manager, and has time and time again stuck it to his hometown team. Oh, my God. You so should. he's just one of those guys that I, I love his story. I love his perseverance. I love the grind. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. You just sold me. Look at that. You did. You yeah. just sold. I knew I was a fan now. Now there's a connection there. Yeah. See? I'm a huge fan. I, you, okay. I'm becoming a Dodger fan. I don't yeah. know what that makes me. I know, and I've taken a lot of crap down in San Diego because you know, that's where a lot of my broadcast was for the last 20 years. Yeah. And they now call me L.A. Cap. I walked into Petco Park last year, and like five dudes all started chanting, L.A. Cap, L.A. Cap, wow. L.A. All because I have a love affair with Dave Roberts. Wow. They got to let that go. Do you know I threw out Tony Gwynn? You threw him out. I threw him out of our locker room. I had no idea who he was. 
What, what are we talking about? 1994. Here? We're getting ready to play the San Diego Chargers. Tony I, Gwynn, legendary Tony the Gwynn. Tony Gwynn. Yes, he was sitting on the bench in front of it with the tape. It said far. He was sitting on the end of the bench. So all I saw was some guy sitting where I need to sit. Now I am just full of smoke and vinegar. I'm fresh out of college. Yeah. I want to win every single football game. I am psyched up. I had no mm. idea who he was. Wait a second, though. You're saying that you you you. You were with the Rams, is that right? Yep, I was first off the bus. I okay, was the and, first and, guy into the locker room. And by the way, are these the L.A. Rams? These are the L.A. Rams. Okay, so the L.A. Rams are playing at the San Diego Chargers. Correct. And because the Chargers and the Padres use that same stadium, there was a lot of times where players were kind of going back and forth. Correct. So I did not know this at the time. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. Because this, this could be like August, September. Yes, this baseball was, season is still going on. This was preseason 1994. Okay, and so Tony Gwynn is is where no, no, is he? No, no, see, it's some guy. It's oh, not right, Tony Gwynn. Right. It wasn't Tony Gwynn. <laughs> it's some dude. Some guy. <laughs> Wait, I want to hear the rest of this story. Stick around, everybody. We are just underway. And I love when DeMarco tells story. Tell story. DeMarco is in for Sedano. By the way, Sedano is doing great, just to let everybody know. This is Sedano and Cap. I want to hear the rest of this story. Stick around. This is 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yeah, it's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN on a Friday afternoon. What is a beautiful Friday afternoon, which should be a great weekend. If you're a Dodger fan this weekend, Dodgers in San Diego against the Padres for the first time this year. You know that the Padres and Dodgers only play two series before the All-Star break? And then most of the games between these two teams happens in the second half and even later into the season. No way. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. I was looking at the schedule today to see about that. I miss Nate Dogg, don't you? Just saying. I miss Nate Dogg. But I, I got a question for you about yeah. this Dodgerdom. Yeah, and then okay. I want to hear more about this Tony I, Gwynn story. I, I, I was, it was August 25th, 1995, because I had okay. just become a starter. I want to clarify okay. that. But this Dodger thing I, I'm thinking about doing, w- what lot am I joining? So you were Padres, right, for a minute? So you see the Dodgers in a different light? What fan base am I joining? Because uh, that whole talk about the Kenley Jansen thing, being booed and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm wondering, what type of fan base am I casting my lot in if, mm. if I do this? Mm. Yeah, it seemed like... Oh, uh, I'm, I'm being stared at by one right now. Can oh, I, I, bet she, I bet she's got a strong opinion about eyes. this. Let, oh my let's, God. let's say good afternoon to at Unique. Uh, Laura, what kind of fan base would DeMarco be joining should he choose to become a Dodger fan. And by the way, before you answer, I want to let DeMarco know something. Mm -hmm. You know, DeMarco, just as you are trying to decide if you're going to become a Dodger fan as a guy from Northern California, but living in L.A. now, Laura had a similar situation this past season as well Mm -hmm. because she grew up in L.A. with no NFL football teams, and she was flirting with, then dating, and now officially in a relationship with your L.A. Rams. Right. Yeah. Kinda. I mean, but that's no team to a to a football team. Right. To two in town, and you got to make a choice, and you pick the right one. Obviously. Of course, definitely. Clearly, but this Clearly. is I got a team. 
You know, I got Ricky I got Henderson a team. Stuff. I got what your Billy team got Martin to do stuff. with me? I'm just saying. You know, I'm down here, so I'm I'm starting to get involved here. Okay. So I'm trying to see like what group am I actually joining? And I I'm, I should be coveted. I spend a lot of money at games. I love hot dogs. I love baseball. <laughs> I, you know, well, you should be coveted. Not, yeah. Yeah. You should be you coveted, want dude. Me as a fan. So <laughs> what, what am I joining? Okay, so here's the look. L.A. fans, Dodger fans are very loyal. I, I do think that we're very loyal. We are rowdy. Okay, there's no doubt about that. Rowdy. Uh, yeah, we call a timeout on that right there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, know? listen to me. Let me tell you something right now, DeMarco. Yeah. You could you could go on to Twitter. You could go on to Google. And you could see plenty of videos of the rowdiness with Dodger fans. By the way, Dodger fans like to go to Dodger games and beat each other up. <laughs> okay, but we're not talking about that. That's not what I'm talking about. You and said that rowdy. Ha- yes, but in the sense of like, look, we're loud, we're fun. It's we're like, like you're describing your violent cousin. No, no he's not. He's just rowdy. No, no. <laughs> like I hate. Look, Dodger fans get such a bad rap about they're this, they're that, whatever the third. But like. Every team has those fans. It's not just Dodger Stadium. It's not just the Dodgers. I've been to other ballparks where that happens too. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, not yeah. Not as much as Dodger Stadium. No, no, Funch, don't do that. No, I'm it's not gonna, true, Laura. I'm not you can try you... and talk your way out of it, but it's true. Not, it's I'm true. Not, I'm, I'm, scared. I'm scared to walk around. Oh, dude. That is I'm so a Dodger dumb. fan. Like, don't <laughs> yeah. you, the way we, okay, first of all, I ain't going to let y'all do that. True. Like, we're not going to do that to Dodger fans. Like, we're not okay. doing that. No, we're second not. Of, no, we're not. And Why I'm not? Well, she started about with it. their so, loyal. I'm hearing it right now. So, second thing, like, when Funch was asked if he was a Dodger fan, he was like, eh, kind of. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan of another team. So, Yes, you may or may not be a fan, but there's like, are you really a fan? Or are you like, eh, eh, they're here, whatever. So there's that. But, I still want to get beat up. That's why I got to say I'm a dog. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, see, but that's okay. the thing. Like, I hate that people have this notion about Dodger fans being that and just violent. Like, I don't like that, and I'm not going to be on this airwaves and do that. Like, I'm just not yeah. going to do that. Cert- so, I, I guess certain rowdiness I can handle. It's just, you know, are you elitist? Do you feel like you're better than everyone else? I mean, the Dodgers are great. <laughs> I don't I don't get that from Dodger fans. I get that okay. from other fan bases. Like, you know, like you know, the Boston, Boston. fans. Yeah, Boston, Boston is, yeah, yeah they're off the, they're off the yeah. hinges. Okay. So you're going to get loyal, okay? okay? We are fun. Like, you're always going to have a good time at Dodger Stadium. Or even if you go, like, you know, to a Dodger game in another city. Like, you're going to have fun. You're going to find Dodger fans like the Lakers. No matter where you go, you're going to find a Laker fan. But DeMarco was asking, though, he's, he was asking specifically about a couple nights ago when Kenley Jansen comes out of the bullpen and he's headed towards the pitcher's mound mm-hmm. and he's wearing a Braves uniform and Dodger Stadium starts to boo him. Hence the loyal part. I mean, DeMarco, here's but the thing. That, I mean, that's, that's, that, that's your guy, man. What well, was? no, no. That, he's not your guy anymore. He's not, he's not your guy anymore. He's not wearing a Dodger blue uniform. So here's the thing. Okay. They had a really nice ceremony. I'm trying to remember. I think the first game of the series was, was, let's say, Monday. So Monday night, the Dodgers had a really nice ceremony. They welcomed Kenley Jansen back. He came out. He got an ovation. Yeah, they yeah. gave him some sort of a gift. And everybody was there. It was like, yay, we love you. You were great. You were awesome. And we're kind of glad you're gone. And then... When he comes out to pitch and he's wearing the opposing team's uniform, everybody in the place knows what that means. He's here to try and close us out. He's here to try and beat us. So he's our former guy, and now here he comes. So the natural reaction isn't like, yay, good luck, Kenley. We hope you get us. It's like, boo. A respectful boo. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, everybody, you know, Cap, you and I agreed on this, right? Like, Sedano was like, no, that's not cool, whatever. I was like, dude. 
On Monday, everybody gave him an applause when he was on the field. Cool. We paid our respects. Thank you for what you did to us. You're no longer a Dodger. You're not wearing a Dodger uniform. Thank you for what you did. But the moment you're there to close my team, and yes, it's not technically my team, but, you know, my my team, I'm not going to cheer for you. I don't care what you did for me when you were wearing the uniform. Wow. That doesn't now, sound low, but also, though. like, I think well, somebody's saying, like, no. But wait a second. Let me say this, though. Yeah. You ready? So, so look, on one hand, let, let me. this is actually a great comparison because they were playing the Braves. On one hand, you boo Kenley Jansen because he's coming in to try and beat you. On the other hand, when Freddie Freeman does anything, everybody at Dodger Stadium says, Freddie, Freddie, Freddie. DeMarco. That threw guy, me off. The guy, the guy, right, the guy's <laughs> been, a, he's been a Dodger for 11 games. That threw me off. See, that whole thing threw me off. That's what I'm asking. See, Cap, intuitive. Right. Yeah. See, so, 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 what am I, so who am I joining? I still don't know. I and here's a question you, for you. Okay. How do they treat Padres fans? <laughs> how, See, ah, she's laughing already. How do okay. Dodger fans treat how Padre do Dodger fans? fans treat Padre fans? Dodger fans treat Padre fans exactly the way they should. And let me tell you what I mean by that. Padre fans think that the Dodgers are their rivals. And from a Padre fan perspective, the Dodgers are the rivals. But the Dodgers don't look at the Padres as the rivals. They look at the Giants as the rivals. Exactly. So, so pa- Dodger fans, Dodger fans look at Padre fans and they tap them on their head and they go, "Nice try, little guy. Nice try." And then what happens is, more often than not, we'll see if it happens this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Dodger fans make the trek down the freeway. They go into Petco Park. They make a ton of noise and they take over. Now, the Padre fans this weekend. It's the first Dodger Padre series of the season. And the Padre fans actually think they've got themselves a good team. And by the way, just in terms of records, you've got the Dodgers are nine and three, the Padres are nine and five, and all the numbers between these two teams through their first 12, 13 games, they're really, really yeah. close and similar. Yeah, yeah. So this should make for a great weekend series. You, you know, it's funny. Uh, trying to figure out who, how would you rank the West right now? Dodgers one, who's number two? In the NL West? In the NL West. Who would you slot there right? Where would you put the Padres? I'd put the Padres at number two right now because, yeah. of, the, because of the Padres pitching staff, because of what they've added in terms of their, uh, their lineup, even though this guy Luke Voigt, who came from the Yankees, hasn't hit very much quite yet. Yeah. And they also don't have Fernando Tatis, and they're, they're playing really well. So I, I read what Machado said. Uh, sooner or later, little brother, which is what you described, is mm-hmm. going to grow up and beat big brother. So well, that's what that he hopes. Yeah. That's what he hopes. That's what he thinks. Listen, the, the guy who was the owner of the Padres, <laughs> the guy who was the owner of the Padres used to say all the time, I'm did- glad the Dodger fans are here. I'm glad they're spending their money because we're going to take their money and eventually we're going to invest it into players and eventually we're going to beat them. It hasn't happened yet, but that was their game plan. You, you don't think it's possible, do you, Laura? It's never going to happen. I'm not. There will never be a rise of Padre Nation. Look, anything in life is possible. Okay, (laughs) anything. So I'm not going to take anything out of the table. But first of all, Machado, whatever, dude. So like, see, there, there's a Dodger fan. Love him when he's on your team. Hate him when he's not. Exactly. I got a good picture here. Okay. I never, I never liked him. Even when he played for your team. Yeah. Like there's, there's guys that just because of how they act and how they come off. I just can't. Are you a baseball purist? Like the no, unwritten no, rules no, and no, stuff? No, 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 oh, okay. No. All right. By the way, Steve Mason t- uh, texting us all. He says, we as Dodger fans laugh at Padres fans. They think they're on our level, and we own them. And that, 
Therein right lies, there, that last part. And, see? Right. But nobody's oh. right. The, the Padres, organizationally and fan base-wise, have no right to think that they are on the same level with the Dodger fans or the Dodgers as an organization. And yet, again, organizationally and fan base-wise, they do. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I get myself caught in the, in the crosshairs here between the Padre fans and the Dodger fans. That's why I'm asking. And, yeah, you know, yeah. the Padre fans were all mad at me last year when I was like, you know, this Dodger team, if you don't grow up hating the Dodgers, you really like all these guys. So you bad. like Justin Turner. That's, you like Max Muncy. You like Trey Turner. You like Mookie Betts. Closer, you like Clayton yeah. Kershaw. Yeah, right. All right, hold on a second, though. I want to hear this. When we come back, you must finish the, the story about how you are with right the Rams. Here. Yep, August you, 25th, 1995. I right. had just become a starter. And you take it out, if you will, on Tony Gwynn. I want to hear this <laughs> no, story. it was some guy. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. To you, it was some guy. Ultimately, it was Tony Gwynn. <laughs> Stick around. Let's hear the finish of this story. DeMarco's in for Sedano. It's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Oh, yeah. Friday afternoon, Sedano and Cap here on 710 ESPN. DeMarco is in for Sedano. Now, DeMarco and I, one week from today, will be at the Rams Draft House. Rams don't have a pick on day one of the NFL Draft. They will on day two, or at least right now they do. And, um, DeMarco, it's a $9,500 a day rental in Hollywood. And if we're invited to go broadcast from 4 to 7 p.m., we might as well show up early and do our research. I mean, it's only right. Yeah. Yeah. It's only fair we check everything out. We can give you a full assessment, right? Right. Yeah. That's called, you know, isn't that advanced scouting? It is. Yeah, exactly the NFL, they, they spend a lot of money on advanced scouting. Right. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to go there and be like, hey, this place is so cool. You guys should see this place. Oh, it's so cool. I want to go there and experience it so that when I'm saying, hey, this place is so cool, ah, I yeah, actually yeah. know what I'm talking about. You're the guy that's four days into Maui when I'm just getting there. Yeah, right. <laughs> my mouth is wide open. You're like, yeah, I've I've already done that. I've I've already made the trip to Hana. Yeah. <laughs> so so finish this story. So go oh, back to the beginning of this. So so yeah. the Rams. You're on the Rams. The Rams are still playing in L.A. They're still no, playing no, in Anaheim. I, I'm wrong. Okay. It's 1995. So okay. the move had already taken place. So we're coming back to SoCal. Think about that. Mm-hmm. To to play here in San Diego and. So I had just become a starter in the National Football League. Like I had moved. Do you remember Sean Gilbert? Do I remember Sean Gilbert? Sean Gilbert was my college teammate. Oh, that's right. Duh. I'm sorry. Duh. So I had moved Sean Gilbert, or they had moved Sean Gilbert from the interior spot, defensive tackle, out to left defensive end so they could start me at the three technique. Mm -hmm. Think about how big that is. Yeah. Sean's a tackle. Right. And they bumped him to end. So I am. And by the way, he's a monster of a dude. He's like 6'6", 320 pounds, right? Me, him, and Jimmy Jones. Jimmy Jones was like one of those Plan B free agents from Dallas. So Mm -hmm. that was going to be our D-line. So I'm living the dream. And I'm, I'm two years removed or three years removed from two years from the University of Washington. So I'm all football at this point, right? Mm-hmm. So I am just psycho guy. Uh, <laughs> really, I'm, <laughs> I am. I'm just, I'm out of my mind. So I'm the first guy off the bus. I'm storming into the locker room. You know, it's all about the Rams, all about that space. And there is some guy and, you know, 
he looked he didn't look like he was in shape. I thought he was one of the maintenance crews or something, right? He had this hat on. He didn't look like an athlete. And he's sitting with his back to me, and he's sitting where my locker is for the day. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm clear, though. So at, at, back in the old days, though, yeah. this is this is old Qualcomm Stadium, which, by the way, no longer exists. It is rubble. It has been taken to the ground. It is no longer there. Do you remember the visiting side? Right, yes, so the yes. visiting locker room. It's yeah. got those wooden benches, mm-hmm. like the old school stuff. He's right. sitting this, on the end. Right, this my is lo- not luxurious. Right, uh, my locker... Uh, was at the end, 75, and he was sitting on the end right where I need to put my stuff down. As I'm walking in, he's sitting where I where I am. So you know where I'm at, right? I do. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't see people right now. So I said, hey, you, buddy. Uh, you gotta go. <laughs> oh, you gotta go. Not like, not like. Excuse me. Hi, hi. Excuse me. Um, this is my locker and my space, and we've me. got we've got a game coming up, and I need to kind of get in here and get my stuff together. It was like, hey, you, get out of here. And he didn't move, right? So I said it from fifteen feet away. As I'm uh-huh. walking in, there's somebody sitting there. I located my locker. Say, hey, look, you got to get up and move. Right. So he didn't move. Right. Because because um, you understand that in his mind. He owns this stadium. Right. I don't think he was intimidated or heard me, but he's he, it's, he's not going to move. So I got closer, and as I get closer, the rest of the team comes in. Sean Gilbert's there. Fred Stokes was there. Jimmy Jones, all the D-line. And I'm, I am I lean in and say, hey, man, you got to leave. We're coming in. This is our locker room right now. And Sean knew who he was. And his face turned like white, like, oh, my God, do you know what you just did? And right when I said, who is this? He spun around and goes, Hi, I'm Tony Gwynn. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. And you know that voice. Hi, I'm Tony Gwynn. And I right. froze. I'm like, oh, my God. I just threw out Tony Gwynn oh, in his own great. house. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do, by the way? Was he friendly he about it? He was cool. He got, I mean, like, cause Sean was there. I guess Sean and they had some relation. I think he was there waiting on Sean to begin with. So, you know, they hugged, and yeah, don't worry about him. He's just, The kid's just intense. This is DeMarco. Oh they my called God. me Scrappy back in the day. This is just Scrap. He's a little fired up. No, he, he meant no harm, and he was cool. He couldn't have been cooler, but I tried to throw out Tony Gwynn in San Diego. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> that is so great. You know, earlier in the show, you said, um, you know, you're trying to decide – do you become a Dodger fan? And yeah. the Dodgers Padres goes on this weekend. Can Dodger I, can I fans, tell you Cap? yeah. Laura is hot right now. Yeah, why? Because of how you guys characterize her fan base. Well, listen, she's um, hot. It's, so. it's there's a reputation, and whether it's deserved or not, and whether it's a lot of people, the reality is this: there are a few idiots that always make an entire fan base look stupid. Okay, fair. And when and when you see fights happen on social media. People who are fans of the team, they're like, that's not us. Yeah. That's those idiots. That's why I said Rowdy doesn't scare me. This this stuff happens everywhere. But if you guys are bringing it up, I, and Laura, you even said Rowdy. You did say Rowdy. I did. She's used other words to describe Dodger fans as well. Do you want me to give you another one that she's used? Go ahead. Hood. I'm like, really? You said hood before? Why'd you clean it up when I'm here? Oh, she's speechless. First time. <laughs> I was surprised when she said it also. I was like, Laura. She is speechless right now. Because the stuff that I can't say would be... <laughs> That's what I mean. Well, I mean, that was your word, not my word. I would never use that word. That's your word. That was like dumpable. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm, you know, that's I, I'm cool. No like I comment. said, Oakland, East Bay, I get it. I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm an old school Raider fan. I get it. I understand. The thing about this Dodger team is, though, DeMarco, is you're trying to become a fan or you're trying to yeah. you know, get into it because now you're in L.A. full time. Because and, it's great baseball. That's right. what I like. But, yeah. but the thing about this Dodger team is this. 
And this is what I try to explain to Padre fans who don't want to hear it. They're like, dude, when you're a Padre fan or a Giants fan, you grow up hating, hating, hating the Dodgers. Okay? I don't know about you. I didn't grow up like that. I grew up, and I didn't grow up hating the Dodgers. They were just the Dodgers. I grew up a Yankee fan, and the Yankees and Dodgers, when I was a kid, that was a great East Coast, West Coast World Series kind of rivalry. But when you grow up hating the Dodgers, as so many other fan bases do, you look at them and you just you just have this built-in hatred. I don't. I didn't grow up with that. Uh. So so I've tried to explain to Padre fans like you know if you didn't if you didn't grow up a Padre fan and you just looked at the Dodgers and I've like yeah. I've mentioned to you Max Muncy's a likable player, Justin yeah. Turner's a likable player, Clayton Kershaw is too, Mookie Betts is also, and the list goes on and on. I got you. I got and you. So, and so. Yeah. You know when it, but that's how I feel about the Giants. I grew up hating them. I will never like them. I have never rooted for them ever, 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 ever. I think Barry Bonds is the greatest player in the world because shame on them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> really, I do. Uh, but uh, so I, that part I get. I, I really do. And like you said, you're a Padres fan. Uh, if if what Mason said, if that's true, we look down on Padres fans. They if do, that's and earned, they should. If they that's should. earned on the field, yeah. then so be it. You got to wear it. If you well, don't listen, like it, play better. During the shortened season, during the season two years ago, the shortened season, the sixty-game season, the Padres and the Dodgers met in the postseason, and the Dodgers swept the Padres. But before the Padres even played the Dodgers, just getting into the postseason, there was a celebration downtown. By the way, during the height of COVID, wow, there was a celebration downtown, like an unauthorized playoff parade. Not that dissimilar to when the Dodgers won the World Series and people went onto the streets of L.A. or when the Lakers uh, won, the, won the championship and people did the same thing. I see. And so what happened was last year. You know what I would say to that? Act like that? you've been there. Well, okay, but they haven't. Right. So, so, so last, year, last year, the San Diego City librarians started uh, putting out videos on social media of them wearing what the Padres called the swag chain that Manny Machado started. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And they were celebrating in June like they'd won the World Series. By the time the baseball season ended and we got into late August, early September last year, the L.A. City librarians were trolling the San Diego City librarians with their swag chain going, we don't celebrate like we've won the World Series in June. We wait until we've qualified for the postseason while the Padres had crashed and burned last year. So that's the (laughs) dynamic between these fan bases. I'm starting to like it more. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. I don't want to feel like – look, I have to be accepted. I don't want to feel like I'm coming in on a great thing. You know what I mean? Like I'm just getting on board because they're great. And here's the thing, like going back – because I'm I'm starting to read tweets and stuff and messages. There's a lot. That are saying what you and I talked about off air. Yeah, yeah. About why the whole Dodger situation. And, like, my thing is, okay, you grew up there, you have a team, and that's your team. And that's fair. Now, you live here in L.A., you're very heavily involved in the city, obviously. Yeah. Right? So you're like, hey. I'm starting to love, like, I'm starting to like the Dodger brand of baseball. Exactly. So there's nothing wrong with that. So, like, my thing is people get so upset when you're like, oh, you're a bandwagon, oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, I can give you that if you don't know anything about the team and you only do it because it's cool. But if you're actually investing, like, your time right. and watching the team and getting to know the starting team. Starting to care, yeah. Exactly, yeah, it's yeah. different. Okay, I'm starting to care. That's the thing. I'm starting yeah. to wonder, you know, like, hey, what they do? what this guy do? And I'm like, I, that's what started this. I'm really, I'm like, am I becoming a Dodgers fan? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, listen, when you follow a team every single night, you know, and, and by the way, and when they're really good and when they'll do anything it takes to win, 
you know, you, when you start to follow them every night, you start to like them, you know? Yeah. Um, or, or maybe like the Lakers, for example. You know, the Lakers, as the season went on, in, in many instances, even Laker fans began to dislike them. Well, you know, so you follow yeah. them every day and you love it. Hey, this is great. We love them. It's great. They're doing really awesome. Or then in some cases, like, I love this team. Gosh, I can't stand this yeah, team right now. The Lakers are funny. Look, I'm sure they have some bandwagon fans, but they've got they've got way they way more loyal fans than we can count. You know what I mean? I'm sure they're upset, but they're not giving up on the team because oh, of no. this. No, no, they're not mad. giving up on it. Oh, yeah. Right, right. But not giving up on it. Yeah, not at all. Hey, so I don't I don't know if anybody picked up on this earlier, but DeMarco said something. He said, I got a team. And I said, I got a team. What's your team got to do with me? <laughs> I got a team. I'm not trying to hear that, see? Right. Now, that's, that's an old school reference that yeah. most people did not pick up on. Yeah. But a couple of listeners did. Do you know? Do you know where where that reference is coming yeah, from? Yeah, it's it's uh, the rap song. What's your man got to do with me? I right. got a man. Who was that? What was that? Positive K. Positive K. Yes. Positive K. Yes. Now, Funch, do you know Positive K? Of course I do. Laura, do you know this song? Of course I do. This was uh, 90s, right? Early 90s? I would say I'd so. say like 91, 92. 90, yeah, early yeah. 90s. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. This is the Cam yeah. Newton song now. <laughs> <laughs> this is Cam Newton's theme song. <laughs> I got a man. What's your man got to do with me? Wow. I like that one line he comes out, he goes, what am I, some crabbing mate just fresh out of jail sweating you for a date? Wow. So, Crap has come a long way, hasn't it? Yeah. So so yeah. somebody picked it up. It was I think it was Jonathan Watson. I think it was Jonathan who picked it up yep, on, it on Twitter. Shout out to Jonathan. And and he heard the reference. And I'm like, yeah, what's your team got to do with me? And then I, I said, my brother, that's at Positive K on Twitter. And Positive K is sitting wherever he's sitting in Brooklyn or in Queens or wherever he lives in New York. And Positive K got the tweet, and he's retweeting. No way. Yeah, hey, that's my man. Positive, that's, what's happening? That is my man, Positive yes, K. Who was the uh, Who's the lady on the on the song? I never knew that. You know, I think somebody might be able to tell us this, but I think Positive K did both roles. No, couldn't I be. So. I feel like that's the case. Does no. anybody know? There's a story there. Then, I think. Then he's he's he should be he should do voice talent. Then that's. <laughs> That's perfect. Wow, wow. What's your man got to do with me? I got a man. Yeah, I'm not I... trying to hear that, see? <laughs> Great song. Ramona just chimed in. She goes, now that's my era of rap right there. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes, sir. Wow. <laughs> oh, man, we're off to a good start on a Friday afternoon. I'm liking what's Cap, going on here so you're far. You're right about this. What? You're right about Positive K. He did both the female and male vocals. You're... No way. Yes. Wow. I'm going to get Positive K on the show. Please do. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. Can, can we play that again just a little bit? Let me hear that voice. We'll do it coming back. We'll do okay, it coming okay. back. Okay, I can hear right. that voice again. No right. way. Wow. I'm going to I'm gonna tweet Positive K right now, and I'm going to see if we can get Positive K to come on the show this afternoon. But he's got to do the other voice, though. Right. 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 Oh, yeah. Th- right. We're going to have to hear him do it. <laughs> right. All right. Hold on a second. Let's see if we can get Positive K on the air. This is Sedano and Cap. DeMarco's in the house. We'll see if we can pull this off. This is 710 ESPN. Wow. That's an old school catfish. Yeah, I mean, I I don't that know is a why I knew catfish. it. Wow. I don't know why I knew it. Yeah, um, if you're just getting with us, it's Sedano and Cap here on 710 ESPN, and Demarco is in today for Sedano. By the way, Sedano, I spoke to him earlier today. Seems like he's doing really well. So for everybody that's sending love to Sedano in the Sedano and Cap Twitter world, 
uh, our little community. Uh, it's really cool. Appreciate all that love coming My his man. way. Hey, who's he? Uh, who who does Susano pick for the uh, NBA championship this year? Um, the Phoenix? Lakers. He picked the Lakers. Yeah, that's right. No wait. I mean, seriously, who? Oh no, I mean, at the beginning of the season, he's on record as picking the Lakers. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, there are some NBA players slash podcasters who believe that if you are a media member and you are considered an expert and you pick the Lakers to, you know, make it to the, the finals or win the championship, you should be fired. Wow. Uh, well, that's a bit strong <laughs> to be wrong. I mean, but I, I get it. I mean, uh, did, uh, I mean, was he just going fanboy or do you have some good some good points? I mean, no, I think at the beginning of the season, George, George was like everybody else just kind of caught up in all the hype. But he said about okay. eight game, about eight games into the season, we're on the air one afternoon and he goes, hey, you know how I picked the Lakers to win the championship? I was yeah. like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I, I, I take that back. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's about, like about, eight, about eight games into the season. Well, he's like, I take the that NBA. back. Seriously, like, I thought he might have Phoenix, uh, Milwaukee. Who do you have winning the chip this year? Well, I thought Phoenix was was likely Pretty going hamstring. to win it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. And now with Devin Booker, that is, um, that's a monster blow to their chances. I root for Chris Paul still. Am I wrong for that? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Maybe they, they've won without him. Uh, but uh, coming out of the East, you got what, Milwaukee? Well, I really would like to see Miami. I'd like to see ah, a new team this year. Okay. Um, I like even though you yeah. know Miami was a couple years ago against. So Don will be really Lakers. happy about that. Oh, he would love that. Uh, but is he a Heat fan? He should... Well, he you know he's yeah. a Miami guy. Yeah. Grew up in Miami. Okay. You know, George and I. I don't know if you know he's this. He's got Spolstra on uh, speed dial. That's okay. Cool. Yeah. that's what I thought. Okay. I don't, Demarco. I don't know if you know this or not, but Sedano and I go back about uh, almost almost thirty years. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, not yeah, that yeah. Far. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Sedano and I go way back to like, I'm just fresh out of college and just getting into this business. And Sedano's in college and interning right nearby where I'm at. Oh, well. And, and by the way, there was no, when we grew up, um, there were the Miami Dolphins. That was it. There were no Heat. There was no Marlins. Florida Panthers. There yeah. were no Marlins, nothing. Wow. And when the Heat showed up in 19, I want to say 88, so I'm about a, I'm an 18 year old senior in high school. You know, you were like, wow, we finally got an NBA team down here. And, you know, you yeah. grow up a Heat fan. So you were a morning fan at one point. Oh, huge Alonzo morning yeah. fan. And oh, you're a Marino. Marino is God. Marino is my guy. That's why. It's pretty much why I, I went to Pitt because yeah. uh, I, I was able to have a dinner one night with Dan Marino. I was about 17 years old. I'm like, I'm going to Pitt. No doubt. Uh, yeah. Dude, um, I had to drop into coverage versus the Dolphins. One of those stupid little stunts where the tackles drop out. I had to cover Bernie Parmalee in the Oh, flat. I remember Bernie Parmalee. And yeah. I'm looking into the face of Dan Marino. He took one look at 75 and smiled. <laughs> <laughs> okay, D-line. You want to talk about scary. <laughs> yeah. You want to try and cover a running back out of the backfield? Oh, yeah. 47 yards later. <laughs> Good luck, buddy. Good luck. <laughs> no great. doubt. That is great. So, so positive K. So I got a man. Yep. What your man got to do with me? Funch, you look this up. Wow. And it turns out that Positive K did the wrapping the male parts, and he also did the female parts. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. I'm and it's just like multiple websites and multiple you didn't know sources. That, Funch, right? you, Never knew this. Are you as surprised as I am? I am very surprised. Yes, I thought that was two people. Wow, that's impressive. We got to get Positive K on the air. Are we I mean, sure? Just... Like, the, you know, which one is he? <laughs> 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 Positive K can go either way. Yeah. <laughs> that's we got to talk to this guy. Well, wow. well, you know what? I'm just getting a message from him. He says, I'm not available right now, but we can definitely schedule something. All right, cool. So you know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to ask him about next Friday. Nice. Yeah. Please do. Yeah. That'll be fun. <laughs> We're at the Rams draft house wearing board shorts hanging by the pool. Can we get you on? <laughs> <laughs> you said he's on, he's on the East Coast. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he's a Giants fan. I hope he's a Giants fan. New York Giants? New York Giants. Mm-hmm. I hope he's a Giants fan and not a Patriot fan. That would disappoint me. Yeah, no, I think he's a New York guy. Good. Stay yeah. that way. Yeah, he's from the Bronx. Is that Jets or Giants? I don't I know. Say, I would say that's that could probably probably be a Jets fan would that's be my guess. That's a Jets guess. fan, Bronx? Okay. I yeah. think so. I mean, I it's Yankee the, fan. I don't know where the lines are. I don't. I know where the lines are here with, like, Dodgers and Angels, right? Well, wait a second. What do you mean? Like, where the line is. Like, where you the mean? fans are. Like, if you go down south, that's Angels. If you're closer to the city, that's Dodgers. Now, wait a second. Hold on a second. I need to clarify this right now. Are you telling me that anything, that there's there are Angel fans north of, like, um, like Anaheim and Irvine? And, I mean, I mean, really, are there? You mean up here? Yeah. Of, I, I haven't seen that many Angel fans up here. Right. I don't think so but at I all. Go to, I go to Orange County. They're all over. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I know where the lines are here. I don't know where the lines are in New York. Like, mm. what makes there you isn't. a Jet or Giants fan? There isn't. There isn't? Okay. I don't think so. Like, with my friends that I have over there, they're all confused. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like really? they're confused. Okay. Yeah. Yep. See, like in the Bay Area. I mean, if you're from the East Bay, you're you're Oakland. You're, you're Raiders. You're, you're the A's. If you're from San Francisco, then you're Giants and 49ers. It was easy. You know, what separated you was a body of water and a mm. bridge. You know what I mean? So it was easy to, to figure that out. But New York, I have no idea. I think most New Yorkers, I think, who are um, Jets fans, I think are Yankee fans, and I think that most who are Giants fans are Mets fans. Is that how it goes? I Mets, believe that's Giants. how it goes. Mets, Giants. That makes sense. Huh? That makes sense? It makes sense. Okay. All I'm right. with Cap on that. that yeah, Mets, sense. Giants, and Yankees, Jets, I think wow. is how it goes. Wow. I'm just about sure about that. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Hey, speaking speaking of the Dodgers here for a second, though, you know, we talked about this early in the week about the naming rights for the field. Yeah. What was I, it going to be? Well, we talked about how the first report was it was going to be Burger King Field at Dodger Stadium. That, we got into the chicken sandwich conversation. That's right. Anybody, okay, anybody have one? Anybody? No. Last chance on a Not Friday? Not yet. Not yet. You, Lunch, you haven't done it? I'm still trying Not to figure yet. this out. Are you guys down to order? sandwiches right now and we all break at the same time we can order birdies technically i'm not breaking anything i didn't play <laughs> so i can true. have a chicken true. sandwich yeah true but so if y'all down i will break it if funchy breaks it because then we'll break together I, funchy I, are you I'll, doing the hot box place i'll do anything i'll do whoa anything. you gotta be careful with that i'll do anything. <laughs> I'm down. Don't cut that up. But yeah, I'll do anything. Let's get back to the chicken sandwich. <laughs> right. yeah. Forget about the whole naming rights at Dodger Stadium. Let's okay. talk chicken sandwiches. Well, yeah, so it's it's BK Field, right? Wait, really? So they're they're Sorry. talking about that. Yeah, really quick. Gonna, go ahead, Sorry, what are you guys, do? Really quick. I got a text from someone who's from New York mm-hmm. and listens. Queens, Mets, Jets, Brooklyn, uh, Yankees, and Giants. Cap is wrong. Opposite. Brooklyn is well, what? Brooklyn, uh, Bronx, and Brooklyn. Yankees and Giants. Queens, Mets, okay. and Jets. That well, makes when sense. you say okay. that, when you say that I'm wrong, I'm just going to tell you guys this. I don't know. That, I didn't say that. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. I'm just telling you that I know. I know a lot of people from my days in New York that are that are just that. They are they are Mets and Giants, and they are Yankees and Yankees and Jets. So that doesn't seem right to me. Yankees mm, and Jets. Mm. I think it has something to do with the um, Yankees and, and Giants, Giants makes more yeah, sense. Yeah, so that's what he's saying. That's what my friend is saying. Yeah. Yankees and Giants, and then Mets and Jets. That's a mm. whole lot of winning Queens. championships. That yeah. makes more sense. I mean, Jets and, and Yankees, 
you know, one is a dynasty, the gotta, other is you gotta you have know, balance. You yeah. gotta have balance in your life. Hey, Marco. we got we got we got someone calling in right now who wants to set cap straight. We got All Dr. Right. Clapper on the line. Uh-oh. Okay, Dr. Clapper. How are you? Great. Doctor? When Where's you're uh, in New York, you're a Jets fan, you're a Mets fan. When you're a Giants fan, you're a Yankees fan because the Mets came, they're a younger team. The Jets are a younger team. So you picked up the younger team. Yankees, Giants were around much longer. So right. Jets and Mets, that's easy to remember. Thank know, you very I got, much. Then I, must have some, then I must have some friends of mine that are really messed up. Hey, Dr. Clapper. Yes. Hey, first of all, how are you? I'm good. I'm. I uh, just finished surgery. I'm tired. I did two <laughs> hip replacements, two knee replacements, and an anterior cruciate ligament. But I'm very. I'm enjoying my ride home, listening to you guys. Oh, All right. Bless. That's my first question. Amen. My second question is this: Are you going to be surfing tomorrow and/or Sunday morning? I'm going to Hawaii for a week, but I'll be doing my show tomorrow, the Weekend Warrior show. So I'll be in the studio tomorrow. And I and I heard the Weekend Warrior promo running on the station, and you always have such interesting ways of comparing different disciplines. What's coming up tomorrow? Because I, I know I heard the promo, but off the top of my head, I can't remember. My uh, guest is a veterinarian who's an expert, believe it or not, in what goes into pet foods. So it made me think about sports and art and surgery. The whole idea of endorsing food products and in sports, nobody did it better than Wheaties, right? Right. So when Shaquille O'Neal won his first championship, he said, I got a phone call from Wheaties to be on the cover. He said, but I had to say no because I'm not endorsing something that I don't eat. Wow. Shaquille O'Neal then said, but if Frosted Flakes and Fruit Loops had called, <laughs> I would be on the box of Fruit Loops. And, <laughs> it's a gr- and in contrast, who is the biggest producer in the world for pet food? Guess who? The Mars Candy Bar Company, the yes. guys who make M&Ms. Yes, wow. I heard their this. Their strategy is to not let you know that they own all these candy and other companies as well as dog food because they don't want you to confuse them. It's very interesting. So wow. tomorrow we're going to talk about endorsements in food, in sports, in art, and in surgery. What time? What time are you coming on? Tomorrow morning, uh, eight a.m. Right, Doc? eight a.m. Seven to nine. Oh, seven to nine every Saturday morning for twelve years. Yeah. Well, I, I don't get up. I'm not in my car at that time. But at eight a.m., you know, hey, so Doc. You know, I'm t- I'm tweeting you on the weekends. You know, I'm I'm, I'm out I here know, listening. And I appreciate it. and I feel the love, Scott Kaplan, and I'm so proud of you. And we all are blessed to hear your voice here in Los Angeles. Because the perspective you bring is really special. And all I, the one word I can d- use to describe you is your honesty. And there isn't enough of that. You're an honest person on the air, and we love you for that. Oh, thank you, Dr. Clapper. Appreciate that. Doctor, have a great afternoon. We'll talk to you tomorrow okay. morning. We'll all be listening. Appreciate you, Doc. Did, did you hear all that, God Laura? Bless did you hear, you. Did you, God bless you. Did you hear what Dr. Clapper Take just that, said? Laura. Take that, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Laura. Wait, you hear what? That? You hear that? Why? Take that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? First of all, I said exactly what Dr. Clapper said. Yeah. This I came true. in and said, she did I say literally said. said, my friend said you were wrong, not me, <laughs> my friend, who is from New York. Ooh, and then, no, well, it is 11 Lemon, but that's not, that's a whole <laughs> Wow. But it's like, but. You know what, Cap? You know I love you, and if people mad love, mad love. People, people need to understand. Like 
You just rowdy. We're all fam here. <laughs> I am rowdy. rowdy. It's called being Mexican, bro. But like, <laughs> I like we're all family here, and people just take no stuff doubt. way too serious. Like, y'all Clapper. need to calm down. I like well, him. much love to Dr. Clapper for Shaq, calling in today. Shaq said no to the Wheaties box. Yeah, he said. Fruit I mean, loops. my gosh. How how much how, did you want to be on the cover of the Wheaties box? Oh, dude! Like, uh, dude, as when I was a kid, when I saw Bruce Jenner on the cover of the Wheaties box, exactly. I, was like, I want to be on the cover of the Come Wheaties box. On, all right, hold that thought, Demarco Far. You got a lot to say today, and I love it on a Friday. Laura's got what you need to know. That's coming up next. This is Sedano and Cap on seven ten ESPN.